Welcome again to the Actors Vow. This is Denise Borrastrepat. And before we start with the episode today, which is very, very personal about my story, I want to announce the Sunday spotlight of this week. I'm super excited and honored to say that it's Belgis Felix. She's an actress. She's based in New York and actually met each other in school and we've worked together before and she's such a talented and smart actress and person and in her interview she will be talking about vulnerability as an actor and the importance of diversity and the power that the arts have in society and many more topics that I'm sure you will enjoy. I'm really excited for you to see her interview this Sunday. So today I wanted to talk about something very different, breaking from the usual explaining about auditions or self-tapes or Shakespeare or whatever more theory about theater or film there is. Today I wanted to actually talk about my story because you're here sitting and listening to me and driving or whatever you're doing and I feel like you guys need to know a little bit more about me and the same way that I love to know about you. So I wanted to explain how a 17-year-old girl from a small town in Spain that you wouldn't even know by name if I told you made it to New York and now Los Angeles as a professional actress. So the story goes back to 1996, October 20th. I was born, okay, joking, no, <laughs> but actually it kind of goes back to my childhood because I knew from a very early age that I wanted to be an actress. Actually, I was seven, eight years old. I was in a theater company, an amateur theater company in my town, and they needed a child actor for a play. So I still don't remember how, but I got sucked into it. And I basically end up ended up being the actress they needed for the role. And I just did it. And from there, I was always acting with them every single year. And from that moment, when I was a child, I decided that I wanted to be an actor. And of course, at that time, a lot of people thought I was saying, you know, like how children say, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a cowboy, well, I want to be an actress. And people would be like, sure, yeah, well, I hope you sign an autograph for us when you're a famous Hollywood actress. You know, they just take it like it's a child's thing. But I always took it very seriously. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, keep laughing, you'll see. So I also have to say that where I grew up, most people are born there and stay there. I mean... A lot of people go to Barcelona and that's kind of it. So it's kind of hard to say that it was easy to believe that someone would even get out of the town. But what happened then is that I reached the age of like 11 and 12 and I kept saying I want to be an actress and my parents were like, okay, cool. I mean, I was pretty lucky that my parents were pretty supportive. My dad was pretty supportive, but If it had been for him, I think I would have studied finance, accounting, or some kind of economy thing. Whatever is, I think, safe and stable. The point is, going back, I was 11, 12 years old, and I kept saying, so my parents were like, okay, cool, you can be an actress, but you have to study in college. And lo and behold, there is no college acting career in Spain. Like, you can go study in an academy, you can go to a conservatory, and, I mean, between you and me, they're not amazing. Like, you can study, there are some schools in Madrid and some in Barcelona, but the training you receive there is not incredible. So, 
that was not an option first of all because the quality wasn't what i was looking for and because my parents wanted me to go to college i was like okay cool i've always had like big ambitions so i was like okay theater we're london new york and i was like awesome i love new york i had always dreamt of the us and new york and i was like i want to go study in new york <laughs> and i think at the time my parents were like oh sure so one day I was in my computer and I was I started looking for acting schools, the best acting schools in the US. And you know, I got Juilliard and Yale and Princeton, so many places that I have never heard before and then I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, the list top 10 schools." So I wrote them all down and I was like, "Okay, these are the ones I want to go to." Cool. And so I went to my dad. I still remember to this day he was cooking in the kitchen. My dad is an amazing cook and he cooks in the family. And I went to him and I was like, "Oh, dad, I want to go to New York and I want to go to Princeton." I don't know why that name caught my attention. I think because 12-year-old me who barely spoke English just thought Princeton Prince Royalty. Oh, cool. I want to go there. Don't ask. The point is my dad was like okay yeah sure Denise and that was it like it kind of stayed there but again I just kept saying it for years people would ask me what do you want to do and that's what I wanted to do I was a good student in school I always sucked at math I was pretty good with science and I was amazing at languages um it wasn't that I didn't have other options or that people were like oh you could do this other thing I genuinely just wanted to be an actress always. <laughs> so when the time came it was like I was 16 years old it's when you start preparing you know when like when you're going to go to college and what's going to happen right after you graduate high, high school. And so my parents were like okay so what's up and I said well I want to go to New York and study acting and they were like okay sure. <laughs> and I was like what? And they were like yeah. if you apply and you get accepted and you get a scholarship because you know as an international student you can't get loans or anything like that so it's very expensive for someone who is not an american citizen to go to college here and i was like cool i think they said it like she might not get it or they thought she's going to see all the work it is and she's actually not going to go through it but 16 year old me just went online and figured out i got my common application account i'm sure you guys did this here in america too and then i found out i had to do something called sats and i was like sure i'll study for it so i ordered all my books for the sats and mind you at this point my english was very basic and when i'm saying very basic is you probably could not know what i was talking about when i was talking my english was so basic i could just read and communicate basic things and kind of understand but not really i don't know what i was thinking at the time i mean to this day i still think that the naivety and the innocence and ignorance of me at that time is what made me so brave to do what happens next because thinking back right now i'm like how the hell did a 17 year old decide she wanted to go on her own to new york and just do acting i feel like there were so many things i didn't know so many things i wish i had known but at the same time i feel like if i had known some things maybe things wouldn't have happened the way they did what i did was 
start applications because some colleges needed uh, one year and a half, two years in advance applications. So I did that and I applied to 20 schools because I had no idea how it would go. A lot of schools were really like low rate of acceptance and I was like, okay, I mean, might as well apply to 20. Maybe one accepts me, you know, and I was sure at least one would accept me. One had to accept me, right? Like after 20, I'm like, there's no way. But then there was something else. I wasn't just applying for college. I was applying for an acting career. So they needed an audition. I went to my parents and they were like, okay, cool. And I was like, I need to go to New York and audition. And they were like, okay. And mind you, I didn't even know if I was accepted to these universities. So my parents were like, sure, okay, let's do it. And I was like, what? (laughs) Again, this is like a whole dream. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. So I got an acting coach from my little town and I prepared some monologues in English, in English, which was the biggest struggle because if I could barely speak English, learning it in English and acting it in English was like so hard. Like you're so used to your own language, right? Like now imagine acting in a language that you barely speak. But I was like, okay, I got this. I got my comedy monologue. I got my drama contemporary classic. I got it. I did my little book of monologues. I prepared them and I was like, let's go. So... I wrote to all the schools and I wrote to all the academies I had applied to and I was like I'm gonna be in New York these two weeks I need to do the auditions then so I literally went to New York for 14 days to do 19 different auditions how did it happen I still don't know and the worst part is that it was beginning of February There was the biggest snowstorm ever, but okay, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. The point is I messaged the universities and they all scheduled it. They were really nice with me with all of that. And then my parents and I booked the tickets and off we went to New York. And we got there and it was the winter and it was snowing like crazy. And I was like, holy fucking shit, like what is happening? I was so nervous, but again, I'm going to say it again, my ignorance made me brave. So my first audition, I remember, was hours after landing from Spain. And it was at Marymount Manhattan College. I think that's how it was called. It's a university in the middle of New York. And I was like, cool. So I went there. I had my headshot printed and the little resume I made with like the few things I had done my parents came with me and I got there and they signed me in and I was like holy shit I don't know what these people are telling me but just like smile and nod and then they put me in a group I remember this for the rest of my life they put me in a group and they got us in a room and there were like three teachers And everybody else there was American and they were speaking among each other, talking, blah, blah. And I'm like, yay, cool. Then the teacher who was doing the audition starts talking to us. And I'm like kind of following what she's saying, but not really. I know she's saying we're going to do first some exercises and then we're going to do monologues. But that's all. So then she starts making us do some like warm up exercises. I remember there was one like you got to touch a certain wall in the room but 
I didn't know that's what we had to do. No, 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 no. <laughs> Now, thinking back to it, I'm like, oh, that's the exercise we were doing. But at that point, I was just following what everybody else was doing. I, I am sure if I saw this through a little hole, like little 16-year-old, 17-year-old actually at this time, Denise, doing this exercise, just following everybody, I probably looked like such an idiot. Like you could probably tell I didn't know what I was doing and I was just like following. And then the monologue time arrived and everybody started doing their monologue and they gave us like a list and a number and I was like, oh, please, please don't make me go first. Don't make me go first. <laughs> and then actually it was like the second one or the third one. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna be okay. And the people start doing their monologues. And first they went this girl, this American blonde girl and with this perfect American accent, of course, because she was American and she did this monologue and it was so good. And they told her it was amazing. And I'm like, Oh my god, this is so bad. I had a committee contemporary monologue. And I got in front and again, pure ignorance. <laughs> I just went for it. I did my monologue the way I had prepared it. And then when I finished, they were like, that was really good. And of course, I understood that. I was like, what? And then they asked me, is English your second language? And I said, well, actually, it's my fourth. Because English is my fourth language. I speak Spanish and Catalan Um, from when I was born and then I speak French and they were like oh okay but you live here in the US and I said no I actually live in Spain and they actually complimented my accent which I mean I don't know they were being very nice because I've heard videos of me back then and I'm like what is she even saying but the point is they liked it and I was like oh cool okay and I sat down and continued and then the audition finished and I left And the next day I had two auditions and the next day I had another audition. I was at uh, Ripley Greer Studios. I went to up to Syracuse and Ithaca and I did auditions for Hofstra and Adelphi University and the whole thing. In 14 days, I did 19 auditions in the middle of the worst New York City storm. That was, what was it? 2003. 2014 there was a big storm that year so getting anywhere was so hard we didn't know the city I remember I had this audition that was in the middle of Manhattan I'm pretty sure it was the Ripley Greer Studios one and there was no one in the street Manhattan was like a zombie apocalypse and the wind was blowing and the snow was hitting my face and I thought I was gonna die and my feet were gonna fall off and my fingertips were gonna fall off and I made it and I made it to the audition and then the next day I had an audition at a university in Long Island and that university was called Adelphi University so I had to take the LIRR Long Island Railroad for all those that live in Long Island or New York you know what I'm talking about shout out to the train I miss it so much And I took the train with my parents and headed to Adelphi University. And my audition was for 11 a.m. We had rented an apartment in Brooklyn, so we would be able to go from 
there to any audition. And we got there through the snow. We had to walk. There was no shuttle. So the train leaves you at the station. And then it's like a 15 minute walk to the university. Imagine that with like the snow that was up to our knees. So we make it there. And everything's closed. We look for the performing arts center. And it's locked. We looked for everything and there's no one. There's absolutely no one in the whole school. We had to leave because we looked for someone and there was nothing. There was no signs of auditions. There was no signs of anything. And we just went back to the apartment. And my parents were so pissed. I mean... I was like, okay, I mean, this is my passion, right? But my parents were like, we went there through the snow and they were close. And then I sent them an email and they were like, oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you that the school was closed. We figured you'd think that after the big storm, the school would be closed. And I was like, well, but the audition was scheduled and you didn't tell me the audition was canceled. So whatever, pretty crazy. So then they rescheduled the audition for another day. And I think it was for the next day or the other one. And then I had to manage with the other audition I had that day or the other two auditions I had that day to go to Adolfo University. For some reason, I thought I had to go. So I took the train again with my parents and we made it there. And I auditioned in the little office of the head of the department. I did the whole audition and he was like, that was great. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he was like, she's got to walk you gotta work on your accent and I was like yes I know and he was like if you want to study in America and be an actress here you have to work on your accent and I said yes I know and he was like okay cool bye and I was like bye and that was pretty much it and then I also auditioned for the New York Conservatory of Dramatic Arts and that was pretty much it it was an amazing trip I remember it now like a lot of nerves but there was more excitement than fear honestly looking back at it right now I'm like how was I not more scared like I was so young and again everything was so unknown I think a part of me didn't believe that it was actually happening or that a part of me thought I would audition but didn't really think what would happen if I got accepted a part of me didn't think how serious and life-changing what I was doing was. A part of me wasn't thinking, you get accepted, you accept, and you have to go to America on your own at 17 without your family and leave everything you know. The only thing in my mind at that moment was acting and how much I just wanted to be an actress and follow my passion. And that excitement and that love for acting blinded everything else at that moment I left New York not knowing if I had been accepted to any school not knowing if I had been accepted to anything that moment I left New York and thought whatever will be will be and I thought this was the most amazing experience ever whatever happens now but I'm pretty sure a part of me thought again that this was a an impossible dream so I went back to Spain I went back to my small town, I went back to my high school in which I barely had friends and I went back to being the little town slash slash little city girl who went to high school every day and lived her normal regular life. What happened after will come in the second part of this. (laughs) 
because there's a second part to this story, which I'm really excited to explain. I mean, you guys kind of know what happens, but you know, I'm here in America now. Still, I'm very excited to share with you how things went and what universities accepted me, if one university accepted me and like how I found out and how crazy that experience was for me. I would love to hear your stories about how you decided what school you were going to, if you have gone to a school or academy or how you have become an actor. I would love to hear your beginnings and everything you have to say. But this is mine. There will be a part two of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed going back on memory lane with me to those crazy two weeks of auditions in New York of the little girl who didn't know how to speak English. I had a lot of fun reliving it. I remember those days as very happy and inspiring and exciting and passionate moments, really. Before we finish the episode for today, I want to bring in the play of the week. Um, that is Boy's Life, a comedy by Howard Corder. I'm pretty sure you've heard of this one. I'm pretty sure you've done scenes of this one in school. It's a very good play for scene study, for monologues, especially for male characters. It's a comedy, it's funny. At some points, it made me a little bit angry, but just because it explores a lot of society views on relationships and a little bit of toxic masculinity and things like that, which can be funny, but sometimes touch a real side that is too real, which, you know, reality that is too real. That's what comedy is. So that is the play. I think you should read it, especially if you're looking for male characters, male monologues and scene study for female and male. Very interesting stuff. And that will be the episode of this week. Thank you so much for another week for listening. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. I've read the beautiful reviews you've left there. And I just love you forever. The people who have written there or left a five-star review. You guys are amazing. But that helps the podcast so much. Like, just drop one line, whatever it is. I'll be forever grateful to you. And if you don't follow the Actors Vow on social media yet, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. If you want to be featured in Sunday's Spotlight, I have a bunch of interviews lined up now, but that doesn't mean you can't submit for the Sunday Spotlight submission to be considered for a future interview. So you just go to the actorsvow.com website and there is a section there on the homepage that says Sunday Spotlight Submission. Just answer a few questions and you'll be good and I'll get in touch with you shortly. Also, I think next week I'm bringing the first guest Ever in the actor's vow and I'm so excited she is so amazing I'm not gonna say who it is but I hope it happens and I hope it's next week and it's gonna be so cool I think you guys are gonna love it she's an amazing person she has so 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 much to share and so much knowledge and my favorite one of my favorite people in the whole wide world so very excited for that Thank you again and I'll see you next Wednesday.